0: Hello, welcome to Cinemaniac Jack. I'm your host, Jack. Today's guest co-host is Bethany. Hello. (laughs) Uh, So, basically the gist of the show is that we talk about films that I love based on whatever the topic of the episode is. And in the first half of the show, I talk to my guest about whatever the topic is. So, today's topic is a film you would love to see on a big screen. And the film I chose is Inglorious Bastards. But, first, Bethany, what films would you love to see on the big screen?
1: Okay, so I have a list of quite a few. Um, mm-hmm. The first one, you're probably going to laugh because it's my favorite movie. Um, but I would love to see Grease, the musical, mm-hmm. on a... Not only a big screen, but I would love to go to an actual drive-in yeah, movie theater. that would theater be so
0: appropriate, yeah. To
1: see it. So yeah. we... Um, Jack and I recently went with our two closest friends, Lauren and John, to see one of the Harry Potter films on um, the big screen at a drive-in. And I was thinking, oh, it would be so great to see Grease here. And apparently they did it, like, weeks. Oh, really? Yeah, like, oh. weeks before. I know, we oh. missed it. Yeah. I would love to see it. Just, like, the aesthetic
0: of mm-hmm. the 50s, yeah. mm-hmm.
1: you know. I would totally get dressed up for that.
0: <laughs> we we would have all gotten dressed up we should have gotten dressed up for Harry Potter. Yeah. If, if they're still doing it and they're doing a movie we, we all like, we should dress up.
1: They're probably going yeah. to do Halloween-type movies in...
0: October. October, yeah.
1: yeah. So we should definitely look into doing mm-hmm. that again. Another one is Escape Room. Um, mm-hmm. I've seen that movie like four times already, and I just love it so much. I think it's really well written. And I would love to see it on the big screen because there's nothing better than seeing suspenseful films in the movie theater Mm -hmm. those are the best kinds of movies to watch on the big screen suspense and thriller action like where a lot is happening Mm -hmm. i think that would be really good to see um in a movie theater i did not see it when it came out because um we were going to an escape room for our friend's birthday within Mm -hmm. like the next you know the upcoming few weeks and I did not want to freak myself out before going to the escape room. So that is oh, not yeah. that's why I didn't go see it. Um but I love that film. And I think that would be great, especially like when the floor drops, like and you just mm-hmm. hear a bunch of loud noise and I think that'd be awesome.
0: Yeah. Um but yeah, no, that would definitely be an exciting film to see on the big screen. Um and, it's a, and it's, it's a good popcorn film, too. It so it's it's good to, like, you know, obviously it's great to see a popcorn film on the yeah. big screen. <laughs> we
1: recently watched it together again for, like, the second time because we watched it with my brother. It was his first time seeing it. So I was wondering, did you like that film? You've seen it twice now.
0: Yeah, I, I did like that film. Um, I mean, like, I didn't... But the thing was is that, like... Uh, I didn't... Like, going into it, I knew to not really, like, take it that seriously. So, like, I enjoyed it, like, on, like, a campy uh, B-movie level, so... I
1: think it's super well-written. Yeah. It's so well-written, I think. Yeah. The whole, like, being blackmailed, you
0: mm-hmm. know, it's
1: a it's a mix of... What did I say? It's, it's a mix of Clue... It's like Clue
0: and Saw. And the together. Hunger
1: Games. No, it's like the Hunger Games, kind of. Yeah. Because it's... Or Battle Royale, because it's like you have to... You know, there's somebody always getting eliminated each round. Mm -hmm. And um, I think it's very well written, the whole ending with. um,
0: Yeah, and it seems like they're setting up. I mean, it seems like they're setting up for a. Oh, yeah, because they are going to do a sequel, right?
1: Yeah.
0: And I think it's going to be released uh, like early next next year, year, I mm -hmm. think. Yeah, I'm curious to see what that'll be like. Because I actually thought that they ended it well, and I liked how they, um, like, the two characters at the end kind of. Uh they're not boyfriend and girlfriend, are they? At the end no, of it, or they're they not. just friends. Yeah. yeah. But they develop like a kind of uh friendship at the end.
1: Mm-hmm. And it'd be interesting
0: to see what else they do with those two characters, so. Yeah. It should be interesting. Well, the
1: ending is like they're setting it up so that it looks like they're going to be
0: mm-hmm. killed. Yeah.
1: If you haven't seen the movie, you really should. It's really good. It's not gory or anything, so
0: It's definitely one of those films, though, where you watch and, like, you're just like, no, 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 Mm -hmm. no, 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 Mm -hmm. (laughs)
1: Like,
0: don't, like, don't, no. Yeah. That's so bad.
1: (laughs) All right. My next movie I'd like to see on the big screen is The Phantom of the Opera, the one that was released, um...
0: (sighs) I think 2004? Yeah, I was gonna say around
1: 2004, 2005, um, with Gerard Butler, Emmy Rossum. It was... Directed by Joel Schumacher. 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 R. R.I.P. Right? R.
0: Because he died really? recently. Yeah, oh, that's and it was really weird too because I didn't, I didn't even know how old he actually was. Because I thought that maybe he was like early seventies, like late sixties, but he was actually like close to eighty. I think.
1: Wow. Which, which kind
0: of surprised me because I didn't think that he was that old.
1: Well, that's a beautiful movie aesthetically, musically. It's just, it's a great story. I really, really enjoy that movie. I've seen it on Broadway, and for some reason the Broadway show doesn't do it for me like the movie does. And I've seen multiple adaptions of the movie. There are, you know, there's the non-musical versions from (laughs) the 40s, I guess. Of course,
0: you're, you know, one of the most famous ones with Lon Janey. There
1: are multiple. In the 20s. Yeah, that one I've seen. There are multiple, though. There are a couple different ones. I own one of them on... um, on VHS, and I don't think there's any talking at all. Or maybe there is. I don't know, but um, definitely a really great film to see in the movies would be Phantom of the Opera. I think that would be awesome.
0: Yeah. It's spooky. Yeah. That's, yeah.
1: yeah. Um, another one is the live action 2003 adaption of Peter Pan. The one oh, with yeah. Jason Isaacs, mm-hmm. Jeremy That'd Sumter. be really
0: Cool one to see.
1: That would be a great movie to see. Um, I did not see it until I was cast in the show of Peter Pan in 2007. And then I got curious. And, you know, when you're cast in a show as an actor, like a show that there are multiple movies, books, you know, you just... You dive into all of those. You're like, oh, I want to prepare, mm-hmm. or especially when you're younger, you're like, now I want to get myself excited, so I want to watch all the movies. Mm-hmm. So I did that. I watched the Peter, um, the Disney version of Peter Pan. I watched this one. It is so good. The pirates are so scary. Yeah, I think that'll be great to watch another popcorn movie.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. And that one's definitely like a great, uh, like visual film. Beautiful too and that, and that was actually a film that me and my family uh grew up watching cuz we we watched that a lot um and it's a great film and of course uh, I love um Jason Isaacs as uh Hook he's so good and he's so as, as scary Hook.
1: it's funny because he also plays yeah, Lucius, as Lucius. yeah it's, it's like
0: it's like Lucius Malfoy pretending to be Hook. Yeah, funny.
1: he's so good at playing villains. He's yeah, he so really is. Scary. He's such a great actor. But he has this appeal too to him, where he's like charismatic in a way. Yeah.
0: Well, the thing that's interesting about his hook is that, because like, because uh, I think most people are more familiar with the Disney hook, and that's a great hook as well. But he's very like, he's like, he's really over the top and like screams a lot. But Jason Isaacs, like, he. um like he brings like a very like this like kind of calm. like calm like quiet evil a little bit yeah. to the to the character like when he gets mad at like it's me and the other pirate for letting the children go and he's like you let them
1: go yeah and he's scary he just, yeah like but the disney one is like he's just like constantly complaining whining yelling like he's scary in the sense where he's yeah. loud mm-hmm. and then i was more familiar with the um the live uh, recording of the Broadway show with Kathy Rigby. I used to watch that as a child like when I was in like preschool, kindergarten. I used to rent that from the video store in Lincroft. I used to rent that all the time and watch it. It was so good. I loved it. And that hook is hysterical. He plays it funny. I don't know if you've ever seen that one. It's on no. YouTube probably. Really? No. It's really good. And now that... You know, rewatching it, I look at it and I'm like, Wendy is like a grown adult. They <laughs> they always make her like older. It's always like a thirty year old woman playing this little girl, and I hate that.
0: She's but it's also like supposed to be woman like playing Peter Pan. She's so.
1: <laughs> but the reason why they have women played Peter Pan. Well, yeah, because yeah. is because not only is he supposed to be a little boy, but and like have the higher voice, but. He's also supposed to be a gymnast. Like, like the, mm-hmm. they have gymnasts. Like, mm-hmm. Kathy Rigby's a gymnast. They have gymnasts play him because he's, you know, he's all over the place. He's, like, a hyperactive little boy and mm-hmm. does cartwheels and this and that. So I like that they have a girl play Peter Pan. I always love that. And I did a production of Peter Pan, and our Peter Pan was a girl. She's actually, like, low-key famous now. Oh, really? She's been in so many movies, commercials. She's in that movie Good Boys now. Oh, yeah, yeah. She's... Oh, my gosh. And she's such a sweetheart, and I still talk to her every now and then, but yeah. So, she was really good, our Peter Pan. And then there's also the live action one that... Oh, not the live action. The live one. The NBC one that came out a couple years ago. And it was horrific. I don't even really want to talk about (laughs) it because it really broke my soul. Peter Peter Pan is really important to me. It's been one of my favorite stories since I was a kid. I just... I've always resonated a little bit with Wendy having the two younger brothers, and like it just that that broke a little piece of me died. I couldn't finish it. I watched it in college, and I did not finish it. I could not do it.
0: I didn't actually like watch all of it, but I I saw some of the parts with uh, Christopher Walken, and it is hilarious. No,
1: I can't talk about it. <laughs> we 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 just can't. I th- no, we'll talk about this later. <laughs> I'm disappointed. But the but the two thousand three one yeah 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 it's really good we should watch it yeah we should definitely
0: watch it yeah we should
1: watch it with Doug
0: should we watch it tonight actually
1: I was yeah we could I had a couple of other movies that yeah
0: yeah that's fine we'll we'll see yeah Um, Yeah.
1: (laughs) another one is another very like fairy tale kind of story. I want to watch this again so bad. Midsummer's Night Dream. Oh
0: yeah, that's a the really one good by one. um the one with Michael um, Hoffman, Kevin Klein, right? Kevin Klein,
1: yeah. Stanley Tucci. Um, what's her Michelle name? Michelle. Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Oh, what a great film.
0: Oh, and um, Christian Bale. Oh yeah, Christian. Yeah, 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 yeah Christian mm-hmm. Bale. I love. There's a lot of famous people in that.
1: It, there is. Um, I love. A Midsummer's Night Dream. I'm a very big Shakespeare nerd. <laughs> um, I'm very into Shakespeare. I can pretty much, you know, that's like my my niche, like literature, Shakespeare. Mm-hmm. Studied it in college, um, and so when I was in college, we had to read it. Remember, we I read it in my yeah. in my Shakespeare class, and then I said, you know what? Do you want to watch the movie with me now that I finished it? And that's why we watched it mm-hmm. together. And I just thought it was so. It looked so good visually, it was beautiful, and um, it's just, Shakespeare is very long, but the movie doesn't feel long. Yeah. It's long, but it doesn't feel long because you're constantly, like, you know, on edge. Yeah. <laughs> but in a good way, like, you're eager mm-hmm. to see, you know, what's happening next. It's it's a beautiful story, it's a classic, it's also just, like, the movie is just visually beautiful, like I yeah. said. Yeah it was very well I really worn. like to
0: watch that movie again yeah, actually we should yeah
1: um and I really think that Michelle Pfeiffer as Titania is hilarious like she's mm-hmm. great she, like remember the part where she's like sleeping the fa- in, like the little fairy bed mm-hmm. oh my gosh that yeah. looks it looks so beautiful all right another one is um orphan one of my favorite oh, yeah. one of my favorite <laughs> horror films Like I said, horror films and like anything suspenseful is good to watch on the big screen. I really love that movie. I just, I think that would be good to see. I was too young, I think, when it came out to watch it. Wasn't it like 2009, right? Was it that? I thought I was too Oh, yeah, it probably was. What am I saying? Yeah, because the girl who plays. The lead, the orphan Isabel Furman, she um again, she's in the Hunger Games. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so she was um she's like twenty right now, so she was probably like ten when it came out. Yeah, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Um that's a great movie. Oh again, so suspenseful. Um yeah. Did I you get
0: did you get through all your Bills. No, oh, okay. I still have a couple more. I'm yeah. sorry. That's why I'm no, gonna it's fine.
1: try and blow through them. Okay, another one is another spooky one. It's Carrie. Mm. I would love to, the original Carrie, not the. I haven't seen the remake, so, but I would love to see Carrie on the big screen. The one with um, what's her name, Sissy Spacek. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to rewatch that. Yeah. Re, like for Halloween season, we should definitely rewatch mm-hmm. that. Um. And oh, another one is Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone. I was. I was not into Harry Potter when it came out because I didn't discover Harry Potter until I was 18, I want to say. I mean, I knew it existed, but I had no interest because, I don't know, I just, I didn't have any interest in it. Um, But yeah, I would, now I'm a huge Harry Potter fan, so I would love to see the first one, which I'm sure I'll be able to one day because they always play it. Uh, Another one is Home Alone 2. Mm I love Home Alone 2. Um, I would love to see that on the big screen, especially the part where, you know, he's setting the traps. That would be great Mm -hmm. to see on the big screen, eat popcorn and enjoy that movie. And the last one I have is Coraline, one of my favorite, all-time favorite Halloween films. I think that would be a great one to visually see.
0: Awesome. Yeah. So, um, today we're talking about Inglourious Bastards. Um... So, Inglorious Bastards is a war film released on August twenty first, two thousand nine. It was written and directed by Quentin Tarantino. It stars Brad Pitt, Christoph Waltz, Michael Fassbender, Eli Roth, Diane Kruger, Daniel Brühl. I I would like to I think it is Brühl. Uh, Till Schwe- Schweiger, uh, Melanie Laurent, uh, August Deal. Julie Dreyfus, Sylvester Groth, Jackie Ito, <laughs> Dennis Manashe, uh Mike Myers, Rod Tyler, and Martin Wuck. Wook. Wukke. I don't know. Yeah, I'm sorry. It's a lot of I, yeah, it's a lot of names, and yeah. So anyway, um, uh, the film takes place during World War II, where a Jewish girl named Shosanna Dreyfus, played by uh, Melanie Laurent or Laurent, I'm sorry, flees from her hiding place after a group of Nazis led by the evil hands. Londa, uh, played by Christoph Waltz, kills her family. Uh, meanwhile, a team of Jewish American soldiers, known to the Nazis as the Bastards, are killing them off. The team are led by Lieutenant Aldo Rain, played by Brad Pitt, and include Sergeant Donnie the Bear jew Donowitz, played by Eli Roth, and Sergeant Hugo Stiglitz, played by Till Schweiger. Uh, a few years after escaping the Nazis, Shazana is running a movie theater in Paris and attracts the attention of a Nazi soldier by the name of Frederick Zoller, played by Daniel Brühl. Uh, because of his infatuation with with uh, Shosanna, he convinces Joseph uh, Goebbels, played by Sylvester Groth, to premiere the film about his battle in the war at Shosanna's theater. This gives Shosanna the idea to blow up the theater with the Nazis attending. Meanwhile, the bastards plan to stage their own attack on the Nazis. Hmm. Um, so... Planning this episode uh, and thinking about the topic, I know that if I was going to choose a film that I would love to see on the big screen, uh, can it can not just be like any film I love. It would have to be a film that I really admire for its visuals. Uh, and of course, you know, all of Tarantino's films look great. Mm-hmm. Uh, but as far as this one goes, like one of my favorite things about this film are the settings in which the scenes take place because all the settings and settings in the scenes look amazing. Uh, what, what's your take on it?
1: the visual aspect?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, it's phenomenal. Um the lighting is excellent. The set. I don't know if they they actually used real places or if they used set for any of it, but it looks fantastic. That's all I can really say. Yeah.
0: Um I mean, what what, what was your take watching the film this time around?
1: Um This was probably the third or fourth time I've seen it, and I mean, I've always enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. Um But actually, this is funny. I didn't write this down, but I was thinking about bringing this up. I've noticed that every time recently, I guess as I get older, that I watch a film where there is any kind of um, violence in the physical sense, Mm -hmm. I guess I'm just too much of an empath where I start feeling for the characters um, where... Like, I get upset. I actually emotionally yeah. get upset. And this film, I don't because it's about <laughs> destroying Nazis. So yeah. I'm kind of like, yeah.
0: But there are characters in it that, like... And you feel bad. Yeah. So
1: in the beginning, which we're going to talk about a little bit more, but, you know, but I'm sure. But the part in the beginning where the family is murdered, I I can yeah. barely look. I want yeah. to tr- really, sob.
0: It's really tragic and horrific, but it is, like... It is a really great scene though. And it always like reminded me of like uh Hitchcock's bomb analogy. Mm-hmm. Um you know like where like he says like if you like uh like the the thing the thing about suspense like if you like if you wrote a scene and you uh, like two people are sitting down and then all of a sudden a bomb goes off like that's like crazy and it shocks you. Yeah. But what grabs you even more is that like when you, like if you like when the scene starts and you see the bomb on the under the table and then it shows the rest of the scene with the two characters talking, because then it's like, we, the audience, know that there's a bomb underneath, but the audience doesn't know that, so yeah. it just builds, you're just like, oh, get it's out of called, that room. Um,
1: that's called dramatic irony. Yeah. It's called dramatic irony when the audience, in a book or a film or a play, um, when the audience knows something that the re- uh, that the characters do not.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: really, it's really... Um, yeah. It's really eerie in a way but it's also it's suspenseful
0: yeah and tarantino has said that um that it actually is like one of the fa- like his favorite scenes that he's written mm-hmm. uh really yeah
1: it's a great scene yeah it is
0: a really good scene uh and of course you mm. know christoph waltz is great as hans uh Landa. Oh,
1: he is the worst i mean yeah no he's fantastic yeah, he's great, in yeah. the role but i mean that character is the one of the most despicable human yeah. beings in a, in a movie, like, ever. Yeah.
0: Definitely one of the best, like, villains of any movie. Yeah, yeah, fantastic,
1: but but also horrible in the sense where yeah. he's an awful human being.
0: Am I, I actually, because I told John yesterday that we were going to be doing this movie, and he was like, <laughs> you have to talk about Christoph Waltz's
1: Absolutely. Hans Landa. I had that. Crossing yeah. it off right here, And there. I think
0: he won the Oscar for that. He deserved it. Yeah.
1: It was, oh, what a performance.
0: I think that was the film that kind of, it was like his breakout role really? i think yeah
1: so the opening can we talk about that yeah yeah yeah. <laughs> i wrote the godfather much the setting and lighting oh yeah yeah it kind of yeah it, it me reminds
0: of, me a lot of the godfather yeah or even like like, like the like the sicily scenes yeah yeah
1: mm-hmm. or like fiddler on the roof in the beginning when the girls are like in the field in the farm like it yeah it mm. reminded me of that i don't know what that really has how that has much relevance but i wanted to bring it up yeah. Also, yeah, but also, can we talk about the beginning scene more about the family? Because yeah. I wrote, the beginning with family is very sad, especially being somebody who knows a lot about World War II. So if yeah. you know a lot about World War II, it makes it even more depressing.
0: Yeah, well, I think that's, like, what what makes the film so interesting to watch, I guess. Because, like, because when you're watching it, like, you know that, like, like you know, this, like, actually happened. Like, like even yeah. though, like, this scene like, didn't actually happen in real life, but, like, like things like this did happen in real life. It, it kind of so made it, me... It adds another tragic layer to it, Yeah, you know?
1: It kind of made me sick to my stomach to watch this time.
0: Yeah. Like, I've,
1: I've, I've watched it multiple times, but I'm telling you, as I get older, I feel more upset every time I watch things like that. It's very interesting. Yeah. Um. I wrote, I felt so anxious the whole time the family was hiding. Mm-hmm. You mentioned something about the floorboards where you could see their eyes... Oh. Yeah, You can see their eyes looking up, just mm-hmm. awaiting their fate, and it's just, it's so Yeah. Well, upsetting. they don't know,
0: I mean, they suspect that they're going to die, but they don't it's, know for sure if ugh, they're going to die at that It just makes point. me so sad. Yeah. Um, yeah, and of course, I mean, that whole scene is great in general, too. Like, up until the end where she's, like, running out into the field. And that would be, that's like, that's like another, uh, I feel like that would be another... Like, that's, like, another great shot that I would love to see, like, on the big screen. Like, her running in that her field running. with, like, the music and, like,
1: mm-hmm. you know. I felt for her, too. Like, I could imagine myself running because I've had dreams like that.
0: Mm-hmm. I feel
1: like everybody's had a nightmare where they're running, 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 and they can't get away from something. And I just felt that, like, I could just feel her running. And just fearing for her life, because she's sobbing at the same time she's yeah. covered in her family's blood, yeah, can you imagine- like I don't even want to imagine that's horrific. she must have so much trauma, it's so yeah. sad,
0: and I always wondered why, um landa let her go let her
1: go yeah i w- I don't know,
0: like he's just that arrogant enough where he's just like, oh she'll, she'll just- get caught, yeah, she'll get caught or she'll d- just die, just you know, yeah. Um, she must have hidden somewhere. I always wonder where yeah. she went. Um <laughs> And of course, you know, we gotta talk about uh the bastards themselves. Uh I love how they're introduced. Like I love how like um it just just like this the first scene with Brad Pitt is just great.
1: I wrote Brad Pitt's character is freaking awesome. He's awesome. This yeah. whole he's so, movie He's so funny too. He's just great. Yeah. Like
0: And I always ugh. I always wondered too how he got the scar on his neck. Mm. Did you notice that? I
1: didn't. I didn't even notice he had, Like, if you hand.
0: look closely, you'll see that he has, like, this big, like, scar, like, around his neck. Ooh, clearly he yeah. got it
1: in battle somewhere. Yeah,
0: somehow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Um, I said this is not the movie for you if you have a weak stomach. I don't have Well, a we-
0: I mean, if any Tarantino film mm-hmm. is not for right. a person with a weak stomach.
1: Right. But this one in particular is so gruesome. I mean, I have a strong stomach um like i can see that and i'm just like oh gross but like it i mean if you can't handle the littlest bit of blood at all like this is not for you at all <laughs> it is disgusting you see people getting scalped like yeah. Ugh, no thanks gross but it's like cool too like maybe i'm just like gross but yeah <laughs> it's kind of like awesome to see yeah. it
0: well yeah, um, and uh, you know, well, because you were saying like you know where did she go mm-hmm. after she had left? Well, you know, she go she she ends up running a movie theater, right? Um,
1: but I, I said, um, I wonder what her life was like in between running away and the rest of the movie. Like, where yeah. did she go? Where was she hiding? How did she survive? I don't know. She was how old?
0: I think she was supposed to be like. Either like seventeen or eighteen at the beginning of the film, um, and then but then like by the time she starts running the movie theater, it's like a few years after it's happened.
1: Really? That's it? I thought it was supposed to be at least fifteen years. I thought she was supposed no, to be no, like no, no. no, 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 thirty something. No,
0: no, she's cause...
1: in her twenties. Yeah. Really? Mm-hmm. She looks so different that it looks like it was at least fifteen yeah.
0: years. And then, unfortunately, she ends up uh, running into uh yeah. the zoller character and i actually i i love how he mentions uh like when they first meet i love how he mentions uh charlie chaplin to her oh, because yeah. because you know cuz we know that uh that hitler actually really liked charlie chaplin yeah. and then but it's ironic cuz charlie chaplin hated him yeah of course and then he he ended up making uh the great dictator that's why is, he made which his total, mustache which completely like shits on hitler yeah 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 and I've, ne- I've never actually seen that movie, but I have to see that at some point.
1: I think I saw clips of it in high school. Like, my teacher was, when we learned about World War II, we also were learning about, like, Charlie yeah. Chaplin's time period, too. Like, we were learning about, like, a bunch of things simultaneously, and I remember that. Um but, I mean, that's why Hitler did admire Charlie Chaplin. That's why he made his mustache like that. I oh, mean, that's why? He, yeah, that was a big influence. But it, oh. And well, it became a very big style, we were talking about, yeah, for yeah. mustaches um, during the time. And uh, now you cannot wear your mustache in that style because people will think you're an Aussie. <laughs> yeah. You cannot. But um, I do
0: find it very interesting, too. And this is actually something that um, Tarantino kind of does in Django Unchained as well, Like, how he shows, like, these really, like, these scummy people, like, mm-hmm. you know, whether it be, like, the Nazis or, like, the slave owners. Mm-hmm. Like, they're very, like, like, they, you know, they, they boast themselves up and they, like, talk about, like, culture a lot. Like, you know, he brings up, like, Charlie Chaplin and they always, you know, like, they bring up, like, movies and stuff. But it's just, like, but they're also at the same time, they're just these, just, like, these Awful fucking people. stupid people and, yeah. like... Uh, so it's ironic, um,
1: you know. Whenever I think of this movie, like whenever you, I hear the title, just Inglorious Bastards, I envision the part where she's on the ladder at the cinema. That's what I envision when I think of the movie. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know why I wanted to bring that that's, up. That's interesting. Also, um, is it Shosana or Shoshana? Because the name is actually like Shoshana, like Shoshana Bean, the actress. Yeah. But, and doesn't he say Shoshana, like, goodbye, Shoshana, or something like that in the beginning? But you were saying Shosana, so I'm trying to figure out, or does she change her name?
0: Well, she does change her name, but, I mean, that's her actual name.
1: It's Shoshana? But
0: I, I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Have I been saying it wrong this whole time? I
1: think Uh, it's Shoshana. But. I don't know. It might not, I don't know. Um. I just thought that that was funny.
0: Yeah, But. I mean, it is interesting, because, uh, like, going back to Zoller for a little bit, I think he's supposed to be, like, uh, I think, cause, I think he was brought up, because, um, you know that YouTube channel that I love called The Take? Yeah. They did a video, I think, uh, about, like, the nice guy trope, and I think he was brought up in that video, where they were saying, like, the nice guy trope is, like, like, this guy who like kind of like appears to be like quote like the nice guy unquote but he's actually like really like just kind of like he sucks Can you remi-
1: Can you remind me which one is taller
0: He's the soldier that is like infatuated with uh Shazana or Shoshana.
1: So he's not the one that has the little he's like I have a son at home he was No, just not that home.
0: one. He's the he's the one that has the movie made about him.
1: Oh, him. Okay.
0: Yeah, but he's all he's like he's constantly like running into her on purpose and trying to like you know impress her and stuff
1: there are so many like men in this movie who look very similar like the Nazi characters
0: (laughs) well they all they all kind of have the same haircut same hair
1: color too they're all like light brown hair like dirty blonde they all like look the same (laughs) so I have a hard time figuring out who's who the part with the charades game. Remember, they have like the little things on their head, the cards on their head with mm-hmm. words. Mm-hmm. That was like headbands or heads up before it existed.
0: Well, I think that's what it. That's what it was. Yeah,
1: it's just funny to see them playing a game like together, and we, yeah. we know they're all gonna like end up killing each other.
0: Yeah, it's and just of course, funny. Uh, the another scene that's really uh, tragic though is like when it's after. Um, uh, Zoller convinces, um, the director to, uh, to, uh, have the, per- the film premiere at, uh, Josanna's theater. And, and then of course Hans Landa shows up and she knows that, he, that he's the man who mm-hmm. killed her family. Yeah. And she's forced to sit there. Oh, the
1: dinner scene where they're eating dinner. Or their lunch or whatever it's it is. A,
0: it's at that restaurant. Yeah. And she's forced to sit there and talk to the man who she knows killed her family, but she can't... But she's it's also wondering. really s- scared, too, because, you know, she, like, she doesn't even know if, whether or not he knows who she is. Uh. And then I always think it's, like, really fucked up how Landa tells her to, like, wait for the cream for her strudel, because it's, like, his way of showing that, like, he has power. power over her. Oh. And it's just like, oh, just... Oh, like nothing I hate more than
1: people who think they're in control of other people. Yeah, (laughs) well, I think actually, I think
0: that's something that Tarantino does a lot in his films with food, like where like a character shows their power over the other by like either like taking their food or like uh, you know, like in this scene where he's telling her to like wait to like eat her food and stuff. So yeah,
1: the scene also where they're in the bar, like down like in the cellar of like a bar where um remember the part where she the girl what's her name something bridget something uh hammer's mark yeah, yeah. i guess the the woman she like they all start firing at each other and then she's like on the ground like wounded mm-hmm. and then you know it's i find it so like badass that she's like come on just let him come down and rescue me because Brad Pitt's like I just want to take the girl and we'll go no guns no nothing just just let us take her and we can go our separate ways and she's like come on just let it happen and he's like fine and then Brad Pitt comes down and she just starts shooting at the Nazi yeah. and she kills him Yeah, I just I love that.
0: Oh but just to go back just a little bit because I didn't want to bring this up I think Landa knew that it was Shosana. I think he was just doing it to fuck with her.
1: See, I don't think that he knew. That's where we disagree. I don't think so. I think he genuinely doesn't. But the way he know.
0: but the way he acts about it is so like he knows. But she's you know? also a
1: woman, and this is the forties. Like he's trying. But he's
0: he's being so like like um. What's the word I'm suspicious? looking for? Suspicious. Not suspicious. He's like being very like. Where he's like he's like <sighs> like you know you remind me of somebody but oh no he he says um. Uh, you know there was something I wanted to tell you. It's like oh, but I forgot. And then he like I don't leaves, know. I, and he just laughs, and he just walks I think, away.
1: I think may- maybe, but maybe not. I don't know, because when I was watching it, I just didn't feel. I didn't feel that. I think he's just trying. Maybe he's just trying to mess with her, being like, like just trying to mess with her in general. I don't know. But
0: Why try to mess with her if he doesn't think it's her?
1: Just because, like, I, I don't know. I just. I just, I don't know, something about it. You have to, like, watch the scene. We have to watch it again. Like, for some reason, I just don't. Maybe, but maybe not. I don't know. I can't really explain why. I just don't. I don't know. I just, for some reason, I don't feel it. I think maybe, I think he's just trying to mess with her just to be a jerk.
0: I guess. I don't know. That's what
1: I got out of it. I don't know. I do like the part, though, where, remember when... I still forget her name. The other woman who looks just like Shoshana—they look exactly like the blonde. Diane Kruger. I guess I don't know. Hammer's mark. Yeah, something Bridget. What about her? <laughs> That's all I remember. Yeah, yeah. So the part where she's on the table and they're trying to like heal her, fix mm-hmm. her up. The line that she says to Brad—I think it's Brad Pitt—where she says, "How do you expect me to walk the red carpet?" <laughs> that line was so dramatic that like I could just. I could imagine people just like I would say that to people just in general, like like I hurt myself in the littlest bit, Ugh, well, how do you expect me to walk the red carpet now yeah like
0: well it was it was really funny actually because cause a few weeks ago we were um uh our friend Lauren brought up that she had watched yeah uh the the movie, and she she brought up this the scene about where uh Ugh. he sticks his. Rapit sticks her his his finger. his finger yeah. in, her wo- in her wound in
1: her wound. Yeah, Ooh. yeah,
0: it's just, and then of course, and it was just funny because we were watching it and we were like, oh yeah,
1: yeah, that mm-hmm. ugh. gross. She's um, gonna get an infection from that.
0: Well, she would have. <laughs> she would have if, if Hans hadn't killed died. her. Yeah. yeah. Um. Um. Do you want me to go first? Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, <laughs> go. And uh, I also love um Tarantino's explanation of uh the nitrate film C- well because he's saying that back then like films were so flammable that like you couldn't even take it with you on a bus you know do you remember that no yeah well cuz well cuz cuz uh, she knows that cuz she has so many films and when she gets the idea to blow up the theater she knows she can do it because she has so many flammable films that you know she could just blow up the whole theater with all those people in it. So I I thought that it was, it was a, it was a fun history lesson from Tarantino.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. That like, this didn't actually happen, but yeah. Yeah. Um, the Bowie song is badass. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote, I wrote, um, Tarantino puts really great songs in his film.
0: Yeah. He, he really does. Like, oh. And of course that's, that's probably, well, I mean, that's probably my favorite scene of, uh, his, uh, of mine, with him using the song. Cause yeah. It's, it's probably... I also
1: like in Reservoir Dogs when he uses Stuck in the Middle. I yeah, that. well
0: that's like a really famous yeah. scene.
1: I know, but I'm just saying like he always puts really good songs yeah. into like, you know, during something really like dramatic, he always mm-hmm. puts like a bad. song. But sometimes song. it's also just
0: really silly too. Like, yeah. Like, uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know if you would actually call this silly, but the scene where uh, you know this the scene uh, with Travolta and Umar Thurman, uh, you know with uh, you never can tell by Chuck Berry where they're dancing. Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Oh my gosh, I forget. Yeah, we need to. We have to watch, watch that, that again. again. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um, I love Tarantino
1: movies. I could just watch them like
0: ugh, same. all the time. Uh, and I also I I love Mike Myers cameo in this film.
1: I'm going to be honest, I don't remember his cameo. I might have zoned out <laughs> for that part. Yeah, I think
0: you did. I think you were, like, putting, like, clothes away or something Are you sure when you we were watching as- it. you trying to
1: fall asleep with that part? Because, remember, no, we I, had to end it early, so... No, but I think been. we
0: were... No, I think that was the second day when we were trying to watch Uh-oh. it. Really but it's think. a great scene. Like, he's really good in it.
1: I just don't remember him being in, he's, he's in no, it. He's in it for, like, five
0: seconds, isn't he? He's in it for, like, I don't know, like, five minutes yeah. or something. But he's... He's the officer talking to Michael Fassbender, you know where he's like they call themselves the bastards. You remember?
1: Maybe, maybe.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, what do, what else do you have written?
1: <laughs> um, I I mean I wrote the last. I only have one more note actually, and it's about the very ending. Oh so uh,
0: well, let's yeah yeah so let's save if you that. You
1: want to keep going? Um.
0: But back to the basement scene, again, that's just another really great scene. Mm-hmm. And it's so it's so cringy and it's so intense at the same time.
1: Anticipation just floods your blood. <laughs> like yeah. your bloodstream. You can just 'cause feel- like,
0: you know, they're just 'cause they're trying so hard to talk about their plan with her and they keep getting interrupted by all these annoying fucking Nazis. And you know, the Sergeant Wilhelm guy is so fucking annoying. Ooh, he won't leave them alone. He's so drunk.
1: I hate him. I still hate him. He's
0: Yeah. And uh and of course and in, you know, with the scene uh where the other not uh wait, it's the same scene. Uh when and of course like when the other Nazi uh comes into the room and he just it's like it, it just all goes downhill from there. You can just there. feel
1: the the tension. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: Ugh, awful. And, uh... It's a great scene, though, I have to say.
0: And again, and it it uses a very interesting technique where, like, Tarantino uses, like, a, like a game to, like, build this, like, tension mm-hmm. and this, like, cringiness to it where you're just, like...
1: Yeah, because they're literally sitting around drinking, talking, playing a game, and then they all end up killing each other. Well,
0: they're not trying... Like, like, they're not really trying to do that. They're trying to... Stage a plan together, but yeah, they I keep know. getting interrupted by all these other people who are really just, doing it. It's
1: just ironic, I think.
0: Yeah, and of course I love how Fassbender gives himself away, oh, where yeah. he use because he does it. He says according. What does he to say? Them, like how many drinks do you want? Or yeah, something? and he says three drinks, and he he holds up his fingers. The three middle, the, uh, the, 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 the three
1: middle fingers, right?
0: Yeah, which but, is American. But they do it with. Uh, with the thumb mm-hmm. so yeah. that's the thing that gives him away and then and it's interesting because if you go back and you watch that scene you'll see uh not i i don't remember his name but the nazi character like he just he just st- he kind of just like stares at the camera for like a few seconds because he just realizes figures it out he just figures it out and it's just like uh, it's like no no no
1: tarantino has some great <laughs> shots whenever like you ever notice in his movies when characters have a realization point they you just see a close-up of their face and i love that i love it because you can feel it too because then you also get the oh and then it's like that was a great shot too
0: but another great shot too is like during that scene where after he finds them out how uh you see the the bartender Guy like the bartender guy kind of like catches wind of what's going on, and you see like a close up of his hand reaching for his rifle under the the oh, bar. Yeah, he, yeah, yeah, and um, yeah, but it, it's also just really interesting too, because uh, because because you also know that the the Stiglitz character just like fucking hates the Nazi so much to the point where like when the shootout finally happens, you just see him just like. Because he just, like, takes his dagger and he just starts, like, stabbing him, like, several times in the head. Oh, in the head. Yeah.
1: in the back of the head. Oh. Yeah. God. Yeah. (laughs) Horrible.
0: Um, but it's also, it's just, like, a a great, a really great, a greatly acted scene. Uh, yeah. It's just a great scene in general. I
1: love the camera angles. The one that sticks... Like, just in, in general, the camera angles in this movie. But one that sticks out to me is when the girl is on the floor. When she's laying on the floor telling him, like, just, you know, just let him come get me. And you just see the camera down and looking up. And then yeah. it well, cuts I- to... And then it'll cut to the... um, Is he... He's a Nazi, right? The guy who was like, I just had a son. Yeah. yeah. So, um... They all look the same, like I said. So, then it'll cut to, like... A close up of him with the with the gun, and then there's like, you could see from her eyes looking at him. Like there are so many great camera angles. Yeah,
0: well, that's that's funny you should say that because I actually think that a great angle from that scene is where, um, like, you see a, a close up of Diane Kruger's face, but at yeah. the same time you also see Brad Pitt Mac- coming down the stairs. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah really, it's yeah. great.
1: Oh, yeah. The cinematography is.
0: fantastic. Yeah, it is. Um. And back to the cat people scene uh, for a little bit. Um, I also just love that scene, too, because it's just it's so no, uh, no, like I love like how uh, like Tarantino shows the shadow uh, of the window. going yeah. Down. Um, yeah, it's just I, I it's just another like really great uh, uh shot scene, yeah um yeah, and and of course like i I love at the end how you know they're all at the premiere oh. and and of course the scene where uh Hans landa tells her to come back into the room with him, and uh he you know puts the shoe on mm-hmm. her, and he just starts. Like, choking her to death. And interesting fact, uh, that's actually Tarantino's hands on her throat at that scene. Yeah. And I was actually... Why?
1: Why did he want to to do that?
0: I think it was because he was trying to make it look more realistic.
1: He also, though, the one thing... I I love his movies, but he creeps me out as a person. Like, (laughs) I hate to say that but like I feel like in all of his films any chance he gets to touch women he does it. It freaks me out, I have to say. You know? Yeah. Like I don't know. Yeah. Like I feel like that was probably his motive in his head. He was probably like, "I'll do it." You know.
0: I mean, I don't really know what his motive was, but that well that actually was like um one of the things that he had gotten flack for I think after the whole thing with Uma Thurman yeah came out um but yeah but what I also find really interesting too is like how uh like Landa's just like he's so evil that he's just willing to like fuck over his own uh group of people to get what he wants yeah of course and yeah and of course we have to we have to talk about the the last scene the fear scene so
1: i said it is true bravery for Shoshana knowing she's going to die to save so many people. Like, she's literally, if you don't know the movie at all, um, the ending scene, she owns the cinema and she's ready to, she has like a Nazi, pr- the, a premiere party of a movie. And she, you know, they invite all the Nazis to come out Adolf Hitler himself and she locks all the doors, and she's planning to blow up the cinema so that she kills all these Nazis, kills the dictator himself, and killing even herself. She's willing to risk her own life and kill herself to save so many people. But
0: you know, I think she's also—it's I mean, also revenge, I think, probably yeah, for it's, killing it's her revenge, family. Yeah,
1: yeah, but also she's killing all these Nazis. Also, just that's a that's an act of bravery. She knows yeah. she's gonna die. And she's, you know, in the cinema all dressed up and for the premiere and she knows she's gonna die. But like you said, I like that you mentioned you were like, she can't even enjoy her victory.
0: Yeah, because fucking Zoller walks in and he just, kills her. Yeah.
1: Yeah, he what does he do? He shot he shoots her.
0: Well she shoots him first and then he shoots her yeah. as he's dying. Mm-hmm. Uh
1: That's a great... It's a great scene, though, when, like, she's on the screen. Can we talk about that? When she's on the screen and, like, it all goes on fire.
0: Yeah. And, yeah, it's just a great scene. And I... In my opinion, it's probably one of the best scenes in cinema history.
1: But doesn't the movie, like, stop playing and then her face comes up and she's like, Ha-ha, you're gonna die! Yeah. That's so scary. Could you imagine? Yeah. That, the fear, like, coursing through their veins. Oh, yeah. my gosh. And then everything just sets on fire, and then explosion the after explosion.
0: Start shooting at them. Yeah,
1: and then you see Hitler just get shot down, which obviously we know is not, is historically inaccurate. Yeah. But, like, he gets shot down. You just see him, like, shaking, falling to the ground after being shot several times.
0: Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I was going to say, like, it's such a great scene because like it's just like the things that are that are happening in it are just so like horrific but at the same time it's like you just can't you can't look away from it because you can't you can't like even believe like what you're seeing like you're just seeing like a bunch of nazis just getting shot at and then just all of a sudden just getting blown up like yeah. all at once and you know
1: how i get when i'm like i don't want anybody to ever die like i feel so, yeah. like i feel so bad like i empathize all the time with people like in movies when they're killed i'm like oh, like they have families and like like people that i even like just really don't like at all i'm like i don't i don't want them to die but in this case it's like this like, is cares? revenge baby <laughs> this is revenge yeah yeah and it's not real so but like yeah they're nazis they're horrible horrific people so. Well, I think
0: that's, like, another thing, like, an interesting thing that this movie kind of makes us think about. It's, like, like obviously, like, we're watching, like, horrible stuff happen to these people, like, the, the this group of people who brought so much pain trauma. and trauma yeah. and misery to other people that when we watch the film and we... Uh, see them go through it themselves. Mm-hmm. They're like
1: big babies. It's, at the same
0: time, but at the same time, it's like you kind of can't help but wonder. It's like, well, is it even right for us to like enjoy yeah. seeing them
1: yeah. go
0: through what they put so many exactly. others go through? You know, yeah,
1: I know that's the problem. That's why I said like it's so hard like to like not it's, empathize. Like, it's I was like still what? Feeling it's like what sad. line?
0: Like, at what point does like good and like what line does good and evil? Me, it's like yeah. it's hard to see it, but it's yeah. it's a very interesting like thing to uh, think about regarding the film because it's also interesting too. Because it's like they're watching a war film and enjoying all these people getting murdered, but that's <laughs> also kind of like what we're like the audience yeah, are I doing know. too at the same time. So it's very I- it's ironic parallel. and yeah. obviously like it's not like it's not what Tarantino had intended, but it it is kind of it's interesting you know
1: i have one last thing i wanted to talk about yeah what's that the ending scene after that when um brad pitt carves the swastika into what's his name's hans Hans landa's Landa's head head. hans landa to me sounds like a star wars character hans landa (laughs) jedi you know what i mean like because it's, like, yeah, Han Solo. Actually, the name kind
0: of always... <laughs> it always reminded me of Hans Gruber, actually, from Die Hard.
1: Oh. Did you ever see Die no, Hard? I have Yeah. I mean, I...
0: Alan Rickman plays that part. You
1: watched it once while I was sleeping, I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. What's it called? No, but, like, that part when he he carves a swastika into his forehead and he's, like, screaming. Yeah. But it's, like, you were right when you said he got away so easy. Yeah, he, he get,
0: like Like, he's... I mean, next to, like, the real Nazis in that film, like, he's the worst character in that film, and he gets it so good compared to all the other characters in that
1: But now he has a swastika carved on his head, and that's why I said, um, Brad Pitt is a badass. Yeah. He is. Like, his character is awesome, because he's like, well, you know, you love, you love what you do so much, let's just put it on your head, right?
0: Well, because he's, well, because at at the end of the film, like, he, Landa's, Landa's, Planning on like, uh, pretending to be like it was his idea to get rid of the Nazis when it
1: yeah it was, wasn't it absolutely was like he's not, a hero, but no, you know they're he's just trying like, to cover himself.
0: Brad Pitt and the others are just like fuck that we're gonna
1: yeah you know. Overall, it's a great film.
0: Yeah, it's a great film, <laughs> but it's also it's an interesting thing too because, like, uh, like w- like with the bastards, um, it. Like you, you kind of can't help either. But like, because even even though like we're we like we see them like as, as heroes, you know, like getting rid of the Nazis. In a way, though, that they're kind of not that different from the Nazis, right? Because they're just like they're just as like bloodthirsty, and kind of sadistic as yeah. the Nazis were. So it's kind of like there's not really. Like any, I mean, that's kind of like how it is with all Tarantino films. Like, there's not really a good guy in it.
1: It's funny, though, because we side with them.
0: Like, we do. Well, I mean, it's because, it's like, well, who would you rather side with, the Nazis or the yeah. bastards? It's like, funny, obviously, the bastards.
1: It's funny that they're called the bastards when we're like thinking, like, well, the real bastards are the Nazis. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know what I mean? I think it's, oh, it's such so badass.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, I think, too, that the title was, um, It was based off of an of another film that was actually called Inglorious Bastards. I think that's why it's Miss Bastards is misspelled because because there there was a film that was called Inglorious Bastards, but he took that title, but then he put it with like with an E. I don't know.
1: There is. I never. I didn't know that. When is that from? What is it about the same
0: thing? Uh, I don't really know that. I don't really know anything about it. All I know is that that he that's kind of like where he got the idea from. I think
1: that's weird.
0: Yeah huh yeah um but um going back to like with the the carving of the swastika in yeah. his head um it's i mean it's it's an interesting scene too because it's like again it's a guy who like brought so much like pains like other yeah people yeah he can't even like handle it himself and it's brought on to him it's funny that show, that... like showing like what a big baby he really is it's
1: funny when that happens i mean i don't Like you notice a lot, even like in real life, you see people that do these awful, horrible things to other people. And then when they're even like, you know, imprisoned, like you see like kidnappers hold like women and people hostage for like years, 10 years, keep them chained up in their houses and, you know, stuff like that. And then they're put in prison. And they can't even handle being in prison for a month. And then they end up killing themselves. You know what I mean? It's like that. It's like these... There are so many people out there that do horrific, torturous things to other people. And then when something not even as remotely awful to them happens, they can't handle it at all. That yeah. just shows you how much of a coward they are. Like, yeah. wusses. That's why they, you know, do horrible things to other people. Because they're wusses. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I mean, it's... Again, it, it this, this film... Parallels a lot with real
1: it does life
0: and the actual history of what had happened during it's World like War Two.
1: It's historical fiction.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: and I love it. I love historical fiction.
0: Yeah, historical fiction is always really interesting to me because um, you know it's like you're taking real life, but like uh, making up characters. You're using and, like yeah uh, storytelling to kind of um, convey. I it. guess and no look courage? at it in a different and interesting way i yeah. guess
1: it's like the boy in the striped pajamas another like holocaust yeah h- historical fiction
0: i mean that film is way more serious than this that's, this one is it's, but
1: it's very sad yeah it's very very sad i do love that movie though and the book i read the book first and i thoroughly enjoy it yeah so yeah that's
0: that <laughs> <laughs> um we can uh, talk
1: about the casting For Tarantino, he uses a lot of the same people, but for this film, there's no, you know, Leo DiCaprio, there's no Sam Jackson.
0: (laughs) Well, (laughs) I mean, this film is actually, like, he, like, this was a film where he had uh, used certain people for the first time. Yeah. Of course, he would go on to use, again, later, like, Brad Pitt and um, Christoph Waltz. And
1: this is number seven, right, of his films?
0: No, it's number six. Six, okay. Yeah.
1: What was number seven, Django? Yeah. Oh, I thought this. I always think that this was right after Django.
0: Yeah. I, well, I mean, I always know that Hateful Eight was right after Django because it was like uh, the two westerns that ugh, were.
1: I love the Hateful Eight. Yeah. Oh, what a great film.
0: Um, but yeah, he just he he casts his films really well. He does. And uh, and the thing that I that I really love about this film is that like of course like all his films. You know, there's great performances in them. But not only, like, did he get people who were really good at acting in general, but they also had to, you know, speak other languages in it as well. And that was actually one of the reasons why he got Christoph Waltz, was because he had a hard time casting that, the Hans Landa part. Because he had to have somebody who could not only speak speak German, German, but also speak English.
1: Right? Doesn't he speak French? Oh, yeah, speak French, too, I think. Um, So, like,
0: three different languages, and... Christopher Falls was the only one that I think that could do it. I think the only
1: bone I have to pick with, not the casting, but like because she was great, but the woman who you know, Shoshana, I wish her character was a little less wooden. I wish we had more depth to her personality. She doesn't have much of a personality.
0: I guess I don't know. I
1: wish there was a little bit more. Then you, I guess, sympathize with her like a little bit more.
0: Yeah. Okay, so um, this has been Cinemaniac Jack. I'm your host, Jack. Today's guest co-host was uh, Bethany.
1: Thanks for having me again.
0: Cool. So, uh, yeah. See you next time.